My name is Annie Lobert, and I'm a champion survivor of trafficking to tell you that God can heal you from any hurt that's ever happened to you. If He can do it for me, He can do it for you too. Hi, friends, and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair, where we invite presence, inspire purpose, and ignite passion in people's hearts throughout the world with God's love. And I'm so excited again, again, you guys, I am never not excited, by the way. I'm a hyper happy person. It's pretty rare when I have a tear coming down my face, but when I do, you're going to know it. But I have love in the chair today. One of my BFFs. I don't have that many. I mean, I can count on one hand, the people I trust, the people I really love and have had a serious long relationship with. And my friend Kelly Keglevitz is one of them. Welcome back to the show, Kelly. Part do Love part deuces yes. hey you know we were it. getting into a deep conversation <laughs> mm. girl i know and, and i love it actually yeah. just to make I, you not forget and just to have just the testimony behind yeah. it you know and just the just coming out forth do you remember how so many strong. times we used to just get together just to talk just to like eat talk do a line of coke and and, and i don't mean to bring the drugs up but that was the reality sometimes just to hang out, just to be hanging out with each other and whoever else and just kick it. Because, because to me, life was really hard for me when I was, when I was with the first guy that was abusive with me, the second guy, it's like I was in hell when I was at home with them. It was very rare. I had a good moment of peace in me. Now here's what I thought I was chasing. And I don't know about you, Mm -hmm. but for me, money brought stability and peace to my heart for a little bit. And the one thing that my ex first trafficker brought to my heart was I felt like I was home when he would hug me, when I would lay in his arms and he would touch my hair and kiss my forehead, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I felt safe for a couple minutes, maybe an hour. Then at the reality of everything, what happened is I would wake up. He would be getting up, looking at his beeper because back then there was beepers. And then, of course, when you had to use your big giant block phone, which back then it was five bucks a minute if you roamed. Sometimes when you roamed in Hawaii, it was eight ninety nine. I know. Remember the welfare one? Yeah. That big long, we had mm-hmm. to travel like 10 batteries. Yep. And oh so goodness. as soon as he left town or went rolling with his friends down to the clubs or to the casinos, my heart would just go crazy. And I would get so angry and jealous and upset. And the only thing I knew to do was go get that money. If I was making money and looking cute, I knew he could love me. I thought if I brought money home Mm -hmm. and I would get all his attention. And guess what? That's the pimp game. That's the games they play. Traffickers love to use that as a tool. They withhold affection if you don't make enough money. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of their tactics. In fact, yeah. you know what? So basically, I, they're like hoeing too, in, in another words, you know? They are. And they learn the little tactics too along the way because, um, especially when you got a stable, so then you use one against People the other one. People might not know what that is, be, Kelly. Can you tell uh, them what a stable is? When you have is? multiple women, not just one. And it's you like have a, a bottom one. Yeah. What's a bottom girl? Tell us what a bottom girl is. The bottom is like the number one. She's the top one where people respect her because she's been there. She's, she's been there the longest. She's been there. Yeah. She's got keys and so to they everything. look up to her. Like just how anything else has rules and regulations. It's like so, a corporation. So does that. Everything like, it, has Rules. It's like a pyramid, right? Everything has rules. She's on top. She's on top. Everyone else is on the bottom. Yeah. And even, even though she's called the bottom girl. Yeah. Weird, right? And even like even just to roll in the front seat of the car. They, you, you're always like competing. You're challenging. 
Um, not only just that, but it's just easier for the girls to lure girls in. So you're basically, you're doing the work for him too. At the same time, talking about protection. No, you're protecting yourself. Listen, here's the reality. Getting you out of jail. Right. Um, it's just. Let's go into your story because your story is fascinating. Which dude. one? Well, there's a lot of them, but yes. let's go back to where we, we were talking. To write a novel. You, you do. Uh, there is a point where you finally turn your first trick in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. People might not know what that is, but that's when you sell yourself for money. You get the, you get paid. And you said it was not a lot of money, 200, but guess what? It was about 450 in today's economy. That's not too bad. I was excited. Yeah. I, I did it. And you were in Hawaii. So what got you back to Las Vegas? Because you were now, how old were you when you did that? About? I was still like 16. Like wow. I still wasn't of age yet because yeah. I still had to move out there. And then I got, ran away. Came out here, and then I got extradited back there. So I'm still young at this point. I'm Yeah, I'm still like a little teenager. And you didn't want to leave your friends. And then when did your mom yeah, finally is all I knew. come to Vegas, come back um, so here? I probably lived in Hawaii for like five, six years. And then before and that, she came back. What What would your mom do before? What would she used to do? What was her job? She was a house mom. Okay. For some reason, I thought she was a, a dancer. My mom? Like no. a professional dancer. Uh, go-go dancer? Yeah. When she was younger? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she was a cocktail waitress. Like, yeah. We talked about <clears> that. But that was before. in Oklahoma. Your mom is so fun. <clears throat> I love your mom, dude. She's like OG. <laughs> your mom. <laughs> no. She's OG. We would have fun and with especially her. especially just everything that I, <laughs> yeah. I know. That I showed her. Shed light. Cause she was she was a country girl. Yeah. And she's I, like, what? Yeah. She, her eyes awoke into a lot, a lot, a lot of. Yeah. She, got, she went through a lot of rough stuff. But she mama. always had my back. I know. Yeah. She still does. <clears throat> Thank you, uh, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So you you came back here, and then how did you get signed up with the escort services here? Oh, it all started with Swingin' Susie's. Yep. That's when it with all, Michael's business. It all started, yes. Okay. Yeah. And and did you just work for them? Mm. In the beginning? Yeah. No. Because then the, that's when strippers came and then that's when um star came so they tried to link with him because he's already had he was already grounded he already already knew what he was doing yeah he was already set but they came on the block to try to compete with him Mm -hmm. huh yes because he was the number one escort service at the time wasn't he oh yes swinging susie's Mm -hmm. i wonder where he got that name from he was strong and he was and he and already Vice and all them didn't really care. They knew who much. he was. But at the same time, he knew his law and he knew because he got, remember, he got John Eric Hexum's yep, heart. He did. So that was a famous movie star. Yeah. A Hollywood movie star. So he star. had connections. He was doing, he was doing, he was big. He had a heart transplant. How long did that transplant last? About. He still has John Eric Hexum's heart. Remember, yeah. then he had to get a kidney. It just the wear and tear. I wonder what his, why was his health so bad? Do you know? <clears throat> Um, I think it from Agent Orange because really? he served. Yeah, like he was a Vietnam or was he a vet? Yeah, SEAL. Wow, yeah. I had no yeah. idea. He has a fascinating background, and he used to get on one and call us all into the into the movie room. And was like, watch this. He would have flashbacks and stuff. But did he want make you time, watch Rambo? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> oh my gosh, just all that. But yeah, he. He got, and you could tell, like, he's been shot, too. Like, he, he always had, scars, had giant scars. arms. Yeah, war, war, he had yeah, a trauma. lot of war story. He had a lot of trauma, didn't he? And Agent Orange, yeah. I mean, just like all of us, we all have trauma, and a lot of people just don't want to shed light to it. Yeah. And that's why it all takes within. Well, see, right now, even. people could be listening to you and I and think, well, you know, though both of those girls are just whores. They're just telling their war stories. But that's not true. We're just like a normal person. 
Yeah, and it can go in so many areas. It can. Fatherless. Yes. Um, you, where was your dad? Right. I mean, foster where, care. I mean, there's so many. Were you looking ways. for love? Like, I, I'm just curious about that. Did you want someone that would love you? I don't know. I think me personally, I, I was like more like a thr- thrill seeker. I was more of the curious one, promiscuous. You know, once you learn your body and how to use it, you can get what you want when you want. So I'm more. I was more on that note, like more of a, a chaser. Yeah. I, I want it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know. But you loved it. it was once you learn how to use your tools. Several like the, people in your life, Kelly, that I remember that you got your heart broken over, which is really uh, sad. Yeah, crushed. Um, and I was loyal. Yes, you were. And would you consider, like, during all those years, I mean, I don't even know how many years that we went through together. Like, it just seems like a lifetime when I look back. And <clears throat> sometimes I still have dreams of ringing the doorbell and dropping off money. And being in trouble because I'm late or I miss one of my drops and the sun's coming up and I'm driving down Karen Avenue going towards the escort service with my Mustang. I'm serious, dude. And I'm by myself and I'm like, man, why do I have to be the last girl making my drops? So um, I was going to ask you about that. How did your, you know, I don't know if they were your boyfriends. If you looked at this, because I sent this to you on your phone. Mm -hmm. So if you crack open your phone, look at this wheel. Would you say any of these <clears throat> items on the wheel, let's say coercion and threats, intimidation, <clears throat> emotional abuse, isolation, denying, blaming, minimizing, sexual abuse, physical abuse, using privilege, economic abuse. In other words, an ec- economic abuse is they take your money. They demand your money. You got to pay them back. Coercion and threats. If you don't do what I say, I am going to hurt you or your daughter. Force. or. Exactly. In other words, it's out of force. How about intimidation? You know, did you try to break you down? Did you ever feel like anyone in your life was doing this to you? Yeah, try to break you down. Because yeah. anytime that I had an ideal that I wanted to open up a business, that I wanted to do something positive, that's dumb. That's a dumb ideal. Then t- 10 years later, I see the ideal, you know, and it's and just you like were right. more. And it's like more. You were right me. the whole time. How can you be jealous? When I look at it, it's like when you're together, you are. T- well, it's together, clean and ride or die, yeah. you know? And it's like, come on. And the whole time, it was just a different mindset. I was yeah. in the right mindset at the time, and my other significant wasn't. So yeah. I, basically, I just got used and abused, yeah. period. And do you and feel no like— there's no way around it and no way to, you know, yeah. trying to make excuses. No, I know. I got abused and used. Yeah. Do you feel like if you—how could you do things differently if when you look back now? With these people in particular, we don't have to say names or dates or oh, yeah. anything. And I know I told myself I'm not going to say yeah. names. Um, what what could you have done different that would have made that turn out different during that time? Yeah, it, it was nothing. It was just gonna play, it was going to play out as much as, as, as where my mindset is to right. this day to take it back in that day. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't even let it even probably enter my threshold. Now I I see it. I have the discernment so strong. You know, even right now. See, um, just men in general with like different things, just in talking, sure. or it pops up like the red flags. You see it so quickly. So um, even the narcissists from gaslighting to intimidation to that power trip, they have that on the norm. Yeah. You know, you don't even have to be a hustler, gangster. Exactly. Pimp, no, a lot of men are just like a normal, that. everyday, your average Joe. A lot of men are like pimps in a way, and I don't <clears> want to put men down, but they'll use us. To get what they want, and they'll coerce us. To, as soon as they get what they want, they just dump us. 
It's like, dude, what just happened here? I was yeah. here to love you with companionship and my whole heart, and you just used me. Yeah, take it. In Why did it. you do that? Like, because I it's know it's a heart Kelly, issue. It's you, so you, deceitful. It, you it truly always, is. always were a woman of your word back then. I remember you would need money for something, and you would always come up with it. And even for your friends that you were around, um, or the the love interest that you had. Oh, you I would help them. I had it. Everybody else had it. Most you definitely. always <clears throat> broke yourself to them and made them who they were at the time. Like you gave them your all. And I and I, I was thinking, I was looking back that. And even, I didn't get broken. That's And that's one thing that they couldn't nobody break me when it comes down to that. I always had that characteristic and I even have it more stronger now for the different reasons. Oh, so they better watch forward. out. So it's well, even more stronger. So if I'm having that mindset back then during those times and, and just knowing, yeah, big time. And then would you consider yourself part-time rebel? Like No, That's what full they call time. renegading. Renegading in the game, like the renegade girl. Like at least part of the time because there were times that you were renegading. <clears throat> I was renegading too, which I was very proud of, by the way. And if anyone doesn't know what that means, that's when you don't have a pimp. And no one's taking your money and you're handling You're like all, a free agent. Yeah, you're handling all the business yourself. But with escorting, that's impossible because they're taking a cut. They're pimping you. Sorry, I have to say it. Said it. Um, but there's so many avenues now. Times has changed. But you know what? I mean, no matter what, there's nothing new under the sun. And the game never changes. Just nope, the players. It does. So no matter what. So online. Put it in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. No. What all about, I want is the money. It's all of money, 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 greed, yeah, greed, greed. What about... Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Oh my gosh, there's so many avenues now. Can you Snapchat. imagine if we had a reality show back in our heyday? Oh, look out. <laughs> oh my well, I, gosh. I'm just wondering if we would have had social media back then, how much money we would have made. Well, look at OnlyFans. They're making, oh, I, I, it's unbelievable. But that's the thing. And they're creating, they're creating all these yeah. miniature sex fantasies and these women and during COVID too, they're turning housewives into strippers. Yeah. Teachers. Turning normal everyday nine to five. You know, and I don't want to And there's say a lot it. of secret people too. I mean anytime you You don't on, have to show your face anytime, so how you know it's the person. Anytime you lay on your back to get some money and I don't care. You, you can label or, everybody wants to put a title to it. You're selling yourself. Yeah, period. You are. You and there's are. no other way to look at it. You can uh, give yourself you know, what about they're showing your chest or something or doing a yeah. little bikini dance? You're a market. Your body's the marketing pitch. No yeah. matter what, it's still selling yourself regardless. Yeah. It's prostituting yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, you it's could be just... on the billboard. If you have a pretty eyes, you have a pretty face, you have pretty hands, you're doing, wow. you know, you're still selling. I'm your... looking at my hands no, going, I know, are they girl. pretty enough? I know. We're getting old. I remember okay. going, still bam, gorgeous. blackjack, bam, <laughs> all night blackjack. long. So, so, uh, but regardless, like no matter how you look at it, you're still a marketing pitch. You're still selling yourself in different areas. So can, can I ask you what, uh, because I got out the first time, like for good. Then I started doing it again, right towards my overdose. Dibble dabbling. <laughs> yeah. The, Go the, make that quick. Fast I got buck. engaged to my ex. Uh, you know who he is. Starts with an A on May 18th, 1998. Right when we got back from Hawaii and I quit all the escort services, I remember calling up. I called up. Well, high five because that's good within itself because do you understand? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's hard to change your mindset and, you know, re oh, reprogram your brain. You got to think. Really, I was in love with my friend. Years, so hard. The body shop guy. I was in love with him. I know. He said, I'll take Bless care of soul. you. I, he was always and in. I'll make sure that you're okay. 
And I believe that. And so he did help me in a lot of ways, but I remember I stayed in touch with you. And uh, unfortunately, I still loved a party. <laughs> yeah, we were still, we were popping balloons back then. It was, I was just, you know, I had a lot of trauma and I didn't realize it. And I had a lot of brokenness and a, a lot of hurt. And I thought about all the regrets and all the money that I, that was stolen from me. Because no matter what, even if I was handing someone a, a rack of $10,000 or 20 or 5000 or fifty. I was giving that in good faith that they would take care of me. But that was a game. A lie. It was a game and a lie. Such a lie. And I, I know, never got it. Money's ran through our hands. Girl, and that's what I okay, and I prophesy that in the name of Jesus that we will get Restore. that back and more a hundredfold. Yes. So whatever we Amen. made times one hundred. Yes. So if we made let's say five million, that's what for the sure we did stole from us. Times one hundred. Yeah. Uh let's uh we have a couple minutes left, but I want to talk about let's just kind of segue into after I left, what was happening with you? Where did you go? You kind of went underground um, for a little so while. So during that time, I, uh, uh, what happened? Okay, I lost my best friend. And then the 2008, yes. eight nine, And that was horrible, the, by the way. I oh, remember I was, when that was girl, happening. Girl, I was so devastated. I, and I still, <clears throat> I miss her dearly yeah. to this well, day. Well, she would have been that girl. That was my... Ace Boon Coon, okay? You like know, me and her. You been, seen me, you seen her, me, yeah. you, her. I you mean, guys were like little twins. Yes. And she we would have. connected to the hip. I definitely. really believe she would have been fighting with us right now. I guarantee it. She would have been, <laughs> she, she would have been leading the charge, oh, too. Oh, We'd my have been gosh. like, come on, girl. What do you, she'd be like, what do you mm. got? What do you got in your bank account? <laughs> I know. Bless her. But she, once, once, uh, I don't want to say her name because some people no, they might know. No, I don't. Her, but, but anyone that watches that knows me, she, they know. If she would have, like, I remember in the beginning, her and I kind of fought a little bit, but we never physically fought. But after we got over that hump of her wife-in-law lying about me, mm-hmm. her and I were just like, we were cool, dude. And I was hanging out with her right when I got with Al, right towards the end. And we had some really good talks about a lot of stuff. And her heart was broken. You know, for the children she had and the baby daddies. And she was just, I felt so bad for her. You know, then when she called me up and said, I'm sick, I'm sick. I was devastated, dude. She goes, how do I get better? I know you're doing wheatgrass. Tell me what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So I told her. But obviously, what's really bad about that, and I, this, this is, by the way, we can dedicate this show to her. Amen. Because she didn't want to die. She wanted to live. She was like, how do I fight this? Like in three months later, she was gone. So quick. And it's crazy. And it was like. I was on a boat, on the cruise boat in Hawaii. Me me be, and a lot of us were on there. And actually, she was supposed to take that trip. Yep. And she um, couldn't. And and it's so crazy because when I got the phone call, um, right when I got back in town, it's like I I went there because uh, R called me and was like. You got to go see your friend. You got to go see her. And I was like, I'm in Hawaii. And then I made it like right from the airplane, went to her. And then right after that, she died. Like she waited for like, you. Like she waited for me. And I was no, she like, did. She waited for you. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry. That's okay. I'm so sorry. Dude, <laughs> do you understand? Like, but it's okay. I, I mean, I, I just want to say something. Is it possible that had she had a second chance to actually understand she was sick? 
to get the treatment because that's curable. What she had was curable in the early stages. I'm dealing with kidney stuff right now. My bladder's not acting right. Yeah, it's her bladder. It was her bladder. And, and I mean, she had problems like even when we were a baby. Yeah. When we were kids. Yeah. But at the same time, like she was going to the doctor to where he, he could have told her instead of already being at stage three. Like, yeah. come on. <clears throat> she told but, me. I mean, she battled when she was a little girl. Yeah, she did. So she I, I, when I, we were in sixth grade. I, I know that that really, really took you in a dark place. And I remember the funeral. <clears throat> um, you had your sunglasses on. No, that was when she lost the baby. Oh, okay. That, yeah. that was that when she lost the baby. When yeah. I had to speak. Right. Um, but the last, um, the last time I saw you before, you kind of like, you disappeared for a little while. Yeah, I did. Um, oh, I knew, to- I knew that it was the trauma. I knew that you were really upset, and I also knew just, just to pray for you because I, I didn't know how else to help you. I, I was devastated. But anyway, to the good thing. Yeah, but right during now. that time too, it was like not just even losing her. I lost my house back in yeah. when we had the market crash back in two thousand nine. And then my ex got someone pregnant. So then I was just, I was, I was in a spiral. I was just like that. So I turned to drugs and went to go get numb and, um, you know, just to escape, to um, disappear. Yeah. Basically just disappear. So one thing kept leading into another. Then I learned how to pond. Yeah. Then I I learned how to. I I was worried. And then I got my stat, my stash and it was all. Spyro. Yeah. Um, I always was always worried that I wouldn't hear from you ever again. And I remember I would get calls from you sporadically. Hey, I'm over here. Come get me. I'm like, where are you at? And then you wouldn't call me back. I'd be like, where's, where'd she go? But okay. So let's get to the good parts. We have five minutes left and then we will have to do another show. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is part two going on to part three because we are not done with you, dude. You have Mm -hmm. such a great story. And there is so much greatness to to treasure inside you, Kelly, to pull out that I see that you went through that you can give to people. You have a lot of knowledge. You have a lot of wisdom to give to these young girls that need to hear the truth. Yeah. And I don't uh, want to sugarcoat nothing. And, no, and like, but I, 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 I can't I, argue with truth. Tell me about when you met Jesus. Were you, what oh were you doing? Oh my gosh. Just what oh, were you oh, doing? You had a shovel in your hand. Okay. Yes. And boy, is that going to be a whole nother story. Yes. We will finish honestly, that. I was so mad at you. And my mom and my sister. You guys <laughs> sent me to a ranch. And we I'm thinking it up. horses. I'm thinking I'm at Dude, your, sister, ranch, your sister's fault. Ha- she kept calling me. And so I'm like, okay, great. I, I can do <laughs> this. It's horses. I, that's my I, happy I, place. I, 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 I told I you. I woke up and I'm like, where's the horses? They're like, get your Bibles. And I'm like, Bibles? Mind you, I They no. told me there was horses too. Oh, my god. And I didn't gosh. find out until after you got there that it was just chickens and goats. No. Get my Bible. And so I'm just like, oh, my gosh, where am I? I'm going to kill Annie. Yes. I'm kill her. And um, oh, that's a whole other story that we have to do. So Yeah. But we'll get into that. But you – but you uh, – But how I found <laughs> – Woo. Wow. Yeah, I can't wait to break this one down to you. Well, just, just when you realize that God was real – what was he had like? his hand on me the whole time. I mean, so strongly that I didn't understand it at the time. But looking back now, I see it so clearly. You should have died. Seen it so clearly. You shouldn't like, be here. Like, just with everything. Right? You shouldn't be here. Oh, so many times. Guns to my head. And just all the shot at so many times. Hanging with the gangs. Wow. 
hanging around with all the hustlers. I mean, just everything. Talking about down deep and seeing things, doing things. And that's why anybody tells me anything, nothing will surprise me. I've no. seen it, done it, been been there, done that. Can you tell the camera, because you're going to talk to these, I want you to talk to these youth right now. I want you to tell them. Um, if they try to choose this lifestyle. It's just everything. In just warn them. And, and just, just warn everything. them. Yeah. As far as the love. <clears throat> it's just very important that, you know, the society is already set us up for failure. Yes. So it's like when you're already at a young age, you're soaking and sponging everything. So yeah. when they try to get through our music, they try to get through um, movies. Yeah. I mean, they just try to get Pictures. you. And just your household and just everything. And, and it is generational cur curses, too. Because you yeah. think like, oh, like mom, like daughter. I mean, it can go in so many areas. But no, you you do not have to be defiled by your past of what no. happened to you when you were younger. You do not have to accept the things around you. You can already be a fighter, even at a young age. It's like, it's what I know now. I just want to encourage you guys, like when you guys are young, that whatever you can to avoid it and just please don't it's not worth it and jesus is so good yes of course <laughs> yes and of course and everybody can say oh christians this or bible you know, bumpers that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it pisses me off actually sometimes because of the fact that i know what i know now yeah and one thing that we do believe in and we're very strong at christians we believe in forgiveness so believe me that you can be forgive. forgiven. Yeah. I don't care. There's no sin greater than the next sin. There's not like, oh, two points for this one, three points for that one. And, <laughs> and it's just very important that you guys just throw it at the altar and you don't know how much Jesus loves you. And it is a battle. It is a spiritual battle. And, and no matter what, if you don't believe in spiritual battle, you better get behind someone that does. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's going on and it's going to get darker and darker. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yes. No, praise the Lord. For us. Yes. And I can't wait till I just, how me and him met. Yeah. And it's so strong. And I'm, oh, thank you, Father. And it's just, even with Father, like, it took me a long time. Like, I never grew up with a dad. I never said dad. And even when the parents used to be like, oh, daddy, that used to irritate me. I'm yeah. not calling nobody You're not no my daddy. daddy. Yeah. Not so daddy. even when it came to me and when we met, like, just for me to be like Heavenly Father, it was hard for me to even call him Father because I was like, wasn't used to calling nobody father. So me and him said, got so close and so intimate in, in a different way that and, and now what I call him like father, heavenly father, 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 father. That's so good. You know? I'm so sad we have a minute left. So mm -hmm. let's tell people how they can get a hold of you. And we're gonna have to do part three. Yeah. Okay. Promise well, to come back. Whole, that's the whole. We're gonna talk about here. Jesus. Yeah, that's my main. That's my main <laughs> thing. Why I'm here. My story for His glory. It's so good. That's, I love that. No, that's and me. you are such a light, Kelly. Just you showing your pictures, smiling, quoting a scripture. You, you're so powerful. I don't know if you realize how powerful you are. You have your own ministry. I hope you know that. No, I don't. No, you do. Oh, really? You do. No, I don't even look at it that Dude, way. Dude, that, you have a ministry. No. You have all these people following you. You, you. you post all those beautiful pictures of you being places and stuff, which I'm going to give you those pictures. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but I just want to congratulate you. And I, I want to thank you for being my friend yes, and for never you. turning your back on me. And I love you like my sister. You're you. my lost sister I that I you. will always love. And I, I just, I'm for you, girl. I'm and for can you. Can you imagine how happy he is right now seeing my two daughters? Yeah. I knew this was going to happen. Well, guess he who is He knows the beginning and the end. And Our he other knew, friend, too. He knew, like right now, he's 
like rejoice in like cute right now. She's, Just know like those two are right my there. daughters. But. She's sitting right there too. She's happy. Like I feel I I have I have a piece right now that makes no sense. Yeah. And normally I would be like, oh my gosh, no, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of like freaked out a little bit. Yeah. But no, I'm so, just so calm and it's peaceful. So, so I know this is spirit led. Yeah. I know. Thank you for coming. Yes. No, thank you for having me. And uh, we will definitely do a part three and probably about four, five, six, but we'll do it. <laughs> my name is Annie Lobert. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for coming on Annie's Pink Chair. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>